This is the Morning After Podcast. Mike Keller alongside Jenny Matthews. We can't thank you enough for choosing to check out our podcast today. We definitely appreciate you. Uh, we are going to get right to it. We're going to get right into the scandalous news out of Nashville. Unbelievable story out of Nashville, Tennessee. Oh my God. Okay, so Sam Hunt, married to Hannah Lee Fowler, she files for divorce, which sadly it happens. Mm-hmm. But this was yesterday uh, that she filed for divorce, claiming that he was guilty of adultery. Amongst other things, right? Like, not we, only cheating, but like this, this, and that. found out she was pregnant, or is pregnant, with their first child. So they hadn't announced that. We didn't know. And is it, hey, let me ask you, isn't that weird? that she Because she's five or six months along. She's don't due you, in May, yeah. So, so don't you usually announce by then? Well, you would, except for look at what Kane Brown and his wife chose to do with this last baby. They didn't okay. announce it at yeah. all. They, and, maybe, and maybe that's what Sam, you know, maybe that's what they were doing, just private like that. Of course, after this all came out, I tried to find her on Instagram because, you know, a lot of the wives of the country stars are, gosh, I mean, look how I follow Brittany Aldean and right. uh, Lena. Is it Lena? Do you pronounce it Lena, Brian? I believe so. Because I know it's Caroline, but I wouldn't think it'd be Lena. So right. Lena. Anyway, I follow her. I follow all the wives, you know, and so I thought maybe she would be on social media as well. I couldn't find her at all. So maybe she's a private person and they just didn't want to go public with that. Anyway. So yesterday, she files claims he's guilty of adultery. Hours later, she retracts the whole thing. This is and by and what stinks about this for being selfish here is that our Music City Minute talked all about the filing, Mm -hmm. and then it was like noon or whatever where she retracted the filing, and then I felt bad. No, now we got misinformation out there. Well, except for here's what I think. I think it's true. I think he probably did cheat on her, and that she probably wanted to file for divorce, but. With the baby on the way, I feel like that could change things a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about this. So, to are, me... How, how deep are you going to go here? Are you going to go all deep, your thoughts? I am going to go all my thoughts on this. because okay. Because cheating to me has always been a deal breaker. Right, but you're, you're going to go into the what you really think because and, and if i'm saying if you do oh that thought yeah no i'm not going there we're not going there i'm okay. not going there no 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 i was just going to talk about just cheating okay, okay. so so let me back up a second so i used to do a morning show with a guy in south florida okay. who i was the young one on the show i had met matthew we were dating but i was not married i did not have kids right he was a dad of two kids honestly he's kind of where i am now in life probably about the same age too right we had this discussion on the air and being young and a little naive about things, um, you know, and, and not married yet and didn't have kids yet, I said, if Matthew or if my husband ever cheated on me, that I would, it's, it's a deal breaker. It's a, it's a, there's, it's divorce. It's, that's it. It's over. Like I could well, never trust as, you again. And as someone with no kids, that's a very easy thing to say. And I think that if you had had no kids and that would have happened, thank God it didn't, that you would have absolutely stuck to that. Totally. I also was saying, though, no matter what, I said, you know, if even if I was married and had kids, even though I'm a child of divorce and divorce is the scariest thing for me because I yes. would never want to put my kids through that, yep. I would still, I would never be able to trust that person again. I would have to get a divorce. He stood his ground on that and said, Jenny, you really, like, no offense, but you don't know what you speak of because you're not married and you don't have kids. And really, that is a different dynamic. That does at least give you pause for, could I make this work? Mm-hmm. Could we try to get through this? Well, now here I am. I'm in those shoes. I am married. I do have kids. And I know exactly what he's saying. Um, I I, I, I do not know what you're saying, but I feel like I could. No, no. I'm I'm not saying that I would not get divorced. I'm saying it would at least give me pause. 
I and I'm wondering if that's where Sam and his wife are at this point. Like you, it is something to think about. Like, is there a way we could possibly get through this? Is there a way I could ever trust you again? Because now there's more than me and you involved. Now there's kids involved, mm-hmm. and that really changes up things. However, I, I just, don't think I, think I could do it, Mike. I don't, I don't know, and I think it's crazy that after. Someone, and let me speak from the man's point yeah. of view here. Somebody who has, uh, you know, you've you've met somebody and you've you've conceived a child. This this woman has gone through, put her body through the things that her body has had to go through to create a child for you. Now, I mean, not for you, well, with for, you, but, but right. Yeah, you've created a child that she put her body through a whole lot for that to happen, and for then you to like that is such a that's a gift that us as men will never be able to repay you for. And to then step out on the woman who did that, I don't, I don't know how you can do that. And and there, maybe there, are, maybe there is a circumstance somewhere that I understand. But but as of right now, I couldn't think of you know when come the day when 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 Katie and I create a, a life, and then to the, the thought of then cheating on her like mm. is is insane. Like there's no how how could you do how could you do that? I could have. I'm thinking about like. At the moment, like, okay, you're potentially at a go time with this other woman. Like, I don't, I don't think I, I could. Well, there would see, be no way. No, I'm, I'm with you. And I think, um, I don't know if my marriage is just different than other people, but I also think a couple things. I have no idea when either one of us would have an affair. I really don't because we are so busy and wrapped up with our kids and our life. And we know where we are at all times. Like, do you know what I mean? There, I don't know in I just don't know when it would ever happen. And, but I, you know, even when my husband had a job where he traveled, he was on the road like three days a week in mm-hmm. hotels and all over the country. I never, I never didn't trust him. You know, mm-hmm. I always just had faith and we always spoke so frequently and we're in constant contact. And I don't know if that, maybe that's a, not the norm, but I feel like for us anyway, we respect each other so much that we would just never do that to each other. Didn't you guys get married at a later point in life than most people do? We did. And I always say, I'm really glad. And I hope my kids choose to do that too, because I got everything out of my system. Right. <laughs> I mean, Likewise, all of it. <laughs> I proposed at 29. I got married at 31. I was married at 30. So same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and I, 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 do, I do think, and everyone has their, I brought this up on the... He, my silly self bringing this up on a country music station in the Midwest. Uh, like, of course, there. I, I immediately got clapped back from people who called and said, we got married at 16 and we've been married 50 years. That's wonderful. It happens. But for every success story of that, there are at least 10 failures. And, and, and tell that's me a I'm fact. Wrong. No. Like, I'm, that, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude about it. That's just, that's the way it is. There is something, if you can live out your 20s and, and, and hold off on the marriage and the kids, be, re- be responsible mm-hmm. when you're out there going crazy and, and, Get the 20s out of your system. I do think those marriages that start later are more likely to be successful. I don't have the numbers, but I would be willing to bet that those stats are true. I agree with you. I don't have the stats either, but I just know for me, that's absolutely true. I got all that out of my system to where I was ready to settle down. I love the settled down life that we live. Mm -hmm. The thought of, I even thought, God forbid anything happens to him and I have to be single. I don't ever want to be in the shoes. Yeah, you'll like, probably just join the Coventry because you can't date. I may as well. I mean, I would be terrible at dating and I've gotten to be such a germaphobe. I would never be able to just like randomly make out with somebody. Right. Like, I would never I, be able to do that. It would be hilarious to watch you try to go on a date with somebody oh. else. That would be weird. I, I would I would want to be at the next table just to listen to you say <laughs> weird things. <laughs> 
He's terrible. I would, I would, I would, I would sit quietly at the. I wouldn't. I'd be at the table next to you and I'd eavesdrop, and I'd just be laughing at how awkward the conversation would oh be. My God. I would get no dates anyway because it would be terrible. They would be like, "Do you oh, like Target?" So, yeah, I mean, oh, it would be so. I go to bed at seven o'clock. I am so much fun. Um, no, I just. I don't have any desire to just, I don't know. Or even the desire to cheat. I don't know. I, you know, and I don't know everybody's situation is different. And, I don't but know. I just. It's it's hard for no me desire. to, this. you know, they say you can't judge a person without walking a mile in their shoes. Uh, I, I've never really had a, a personal, like music wise, I like Sam's music. I yeah. I'm, a, I'm like a lot of people. The thing with Sam's music is that a lot of people I think didn't like it at first, that talk style that, but. It's different. It is an acquired taste. I have acquired the taste of Sam Hunt's music, and I actually do enjoy it Same. now. Um, that being said, if if this is true and it looks like it is, I'm gonna have a hard time supporting Sam from here on out. To be honest with you, just because the thought of stepping out on a woman who's carrying your child is there. I don't. I don't want to. So th- I don't want to speak negatively on it, but it, it, that's a, that's an evil thing to do. This isn't the first time Sam has created some controversy. If you remember, a couple years ago, he got busted for a DUI, right? And a lot of people really ripped him apart for that one. Look, I think drinking and driving is just absolutely stupid, especially right. at this point in life where you can get an Uber. There's just no excuse. I mean, you have a million ways you could get home from. You don't need to drink and drive. Period. Yeah. Especially when you're Sam Hunt, and you have Sam Hunt money, right? Right. Like just that should get be a car. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's just not even a thing. But um, but but I'm of the mindset of like, okay, he made a mistake. We have all hey, made mistakes. And if we're all being adults here, a lot of us have made that mistake. Have made that mistake. Um. Again, I don't condone it. It's it. I think even Sam probably realized that was dumb. Like, what in the world? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you hope anyway. Mm-hmm. But this is just different because this is now character. This is this how is could bad. you do that to her? This I think is a, bad. A lot of people are going to have a really hard time. I think moving forward on this one. But you know what? What? Look at Jason Aldean, and you know how much I love me some Brittany Aldean, his wife. But he. Cheated on his former on his, wife. His former wife with Brittany. Yeah, that's well documented. Now, I believe that he and Brittany truly were meant to be together. I think that happens in some situations, you know, where they, you just you're in a you're in a situation and you were supposed to be in this one, you oh, know. I've, oh, I've been in that situation in my early twenties. Like, yeah. I, I think I've shared some of this on the podcast for I think like a year ago. But if you haven't listened to all of our episodes, but there was a time in my early twenties, I was I was I was living with a girl. And things were going well, but I, I think I knew somewhere in the back of my heart that she wasn't the one, the one, and uh, and I made the mistake of uh, I, I had found somebody else who I, I I ended up enjoying her company more than the current relationship I was in, and what I should have done as broken off the long relationship and then potentially started one. I chose to do the opposite, right. which is a terrible thing to do, and I thank you, Lord. Cause he karmed me real quick. Cause then that girl that I started, the, the 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 new girl that I started, then she cheated on me. Oh no! And I felt like, and I gotta tell you, that uh. made me feel a special kind of awful, and really made you feel when you're cheated on, man, you feel useless. I mean, you feel like a piece of trash. So that was that was the kick in the butt from God. I needed that kind of taught me, even in more than relationships in life, have the awkward truth conversation. Don't lie. Because the truth stinks temporarily. The lie builds up and stinks forever. Well, because honestly, if Matthew just decided he has fallen out of love with me, or if he has feelings for someone else, or if he felt just like I wasn't it for him anymore, that would that crush me and destroy my heart and my dreams and everything? Uh, yes. But it would destroy me more if he went behind my back and did something like that. Mm. I mean, either way, it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that... 
For long term, I would rather the honesty because at least then, I hate even talking about this because I right. would just die if this happened to me. But right. you know, but then at least long term, I could respect him enough to co-parent with him mm-hmm. and and have some some respect. Yeah, I would be so upset and hurt. But I, I would like to see. Okay, so we're just going to go down this path here. I, I I think that's an interesting thing about about relationships. I remember. I've always been pretty, I mean, there's no good way to break up with somebody, but I've always been comfortable with myself where when I've reached that point where I don't want to be in a relationship anymore, I've had, for the most part, I've been pretty good about, God, this is going to suck, but I just have to do it. Like, let's go, let's, let's, let's get it done. I, I wish if you are broken up with, and I'm not saying this is an easy thing to do. If you are broken up with, try to not immediately call that person every name under the sun call like I remember I I I when I had broken up with somebody and and she was just like oh you just want to go whore around again or something <laughs> like that and I'm like and and it actually honest to god wasn't the case and it made me feel bad but if that's worse if someone's heart isn't in it anymore you don't want that relationship anymore I I, I do wish like a breakup as hard as they are, I think there is a way to maybe normalize them a little more. Like, well, people joke, "It's like, not you, it's me." Like, that's a joke, you know, that people say. Right. Oh. But but sometimes that's true. Oh my gosh, there was one time I broke. I was with this, the, the one of the girl. Like, I think it was the girl right before Katie. I broke up with her after like a month. Mm-hmm. After a month, so I gave her a call. I, it was a month, so I didn't. War- I don't think it warranted an in-person one, but it, it, we weren't. It was a month. Yeah. Right. And so I was like. And I told I was like, you are just, I, I said, I said, you didn't do anything wrong, but you're not the one for me. Yeah. And I understand, I, I was mature enough to understand that. Like, that that's not a dig. I don't think she got that. She's like, I can't believe you didn't, like, at least have a conversation with me in person about this. I'm like, why? So but I could what's say. what's to discuss? Well, she actually had a corner, but I was like. Well, that seemed. What, what do you want? Are you gonna like, go meet at the oh, restaurant this or something? Is where you went to the Mexican yeah, restaurant. Yeah, you've told me this before. Yeah, yeah. And, and she. So we literally had the exact same conversation again in person. And I'm like, my my heart's not there. I don't know what you want me to tell you. And and she kind of made me feel bad about it. But I was mature enough then to be like, I, I'm I'm not being a bad person here. I'm actually doing the right thing by telling you that my heart's not in this. Yeah. Like, I, you, and you what are do we not always interested. say? Intent. It's all about intention. It's yeah. everything. And if you went into that and knew, look, I'm trying to be I like I like this girl. I just don't love this girl. I, like, I want to like, be straight with her. You're cool. Sure. I wish you the best. You are not for me. This girl's quiet as a mouse. You would never. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this would never work. Do you know what I do for a living? Like oh, that. I mean, oh, it's just quiet. Was she the one I can't remember? Who was the one that just worshipped the ground you walked on? No, but... no, no. That was that was the one who I let. That's the one who I actually cheated on. Okay. Up in, and then and then and then got. The next girl, when I left her to go with the girl who I then liked better, okay. then she cheated on me. Yeah. Okay. Because that because that wasn't working for you either. I think what is so great about you and Katie, from my perspective, Jeez. is just that you challenge each other. Um, she is a fierce force to be reckoned with. You know, it's, she is the perfect. If I walk in with an arrogant attitude, she knows the exact buttons to push to deflate my ego. Yeah. But when I walk in with a deflated ego, she knows exactly what to do to build me right back up to where I need to be. Beautiful. It really is a perfect match. You two go together. It's great. I do feel like a lot of people root for Mrs. Keller and myself. Like, just just for, like, everything. Like, they just root for us. You know, what? you've ever just been around a a good couple? I like to think my husband and I are that way. You know, I just... we. We just, we, we're a good match. Mm-hmm. You know, he has strengths where I have weaknesses and vice versa. Um, and, and to know, you know, the kind of what he does for work and just being in the financial industry and just like, you know, he golfs and he's kind of like, 
I don't want to say he's serious because he can be silly, but I think I bring out the silly in him, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is a good sure. balance. But he also puts a little bit of the straight line in me to like get me. I mean, I was terrible with money before I met him. You know, he he's a saver. I know. We just have a good balance, I feel like. I like when he yells, Jen! <laughs> Stop it! Out. Stop spending. Hey, and I, by the way, I did that for him today when earlier in the show, you were on Instagram about to buy your fifth thing on Instagram in a month. I know. And I was like, Jenny, Stop don't it. do that. I, I That's know. dumb. I have a problem. But it's a cute pencil cup. It's a pencil cup. Tony, Stop it. These ads. And now that, I don't know, social media has just pretty much nailed it. Although once in a while I get an ad. Like, I, I, was, I was talking about chicken wings the other day for whatever reason and how mm-hmm. much I enjoy a good chicken wing. And so I got a, an ad for a chicken wing hair clip. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I like chicken wings, but I'm not going to wear it in my hair. Actually, when we were talking about Instagram ads, and I, I had mentioned on the air that I like, uh, I'm a sucker for a good like athletic quarter zip. Yes. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna open Instagram. I'm gonna see. You know, the first ad I got was Mm-mm. quarter zip. No, it's for a Toyota. Oh, but that's okay. right. Well, <laughs> they always are. They're not okay. always. You'll get listening. the quarter zips coming. Yeah, you know, it's funny that. that we're bringing that up. Actually, just a, a quick side story. Mm-hmm. So um, this past Monday marked 14 years since my brother-in-law was sadly killed in a car accident. My sister and he were high school sweethearts. They were one of those couples that met when they were like 16. I think he was a couple years older. But you know, met, married young, had six kids. You know, we're just living the small town, big family, you know, young couple life, right. which again works for works for some people, not for all. Anyway, sadly, he passed away in a car accident 14 years ago. They had met when she was working at a Bob's Big Boy restaurant as a waitress. I mean, which is random. And I haven't thought about Bob's Big Boy. I don't even think they're in existence anymore. I'm scrolling my Instagram feed that day, the anniversary of his passing, and there, sure enough, is an ad in my Instagram for like a retro t-shirt of Bob's Big Boy. Jeez. How weird hey, is that? Hey, that's messed up. That's where ads go too far. Well, I text my sister a screenshot of it, and I was like, maybe it's a sign. Kevin is sending us a sign from the heavens, but it was just... Well, that could, that's a much better way to look at well, it. Well, I did. I like to think that better than the fact that I, that the computers and the technology are in actually actually getting into our brains. I, want, I would like to believe that it was just a sign. Isn't that weird, though? That was weird. That kind of creeps me out a little bit. A little bit. Hey, I don't know if you still have that story in front of you. Uh, you had brought it up on the show earlier today about random acts of kindness. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think I have it anymore. But Oh, okay. Oh, no, I do. The under most underrated acts of kindness. Because a new survey shows that the average person does about 25,000 thoughtful acts in their lifetime. Um, and some of the most underrated acts of kindness are things like just si- a simple thank you, giving somebody a compliment. Easy stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to the men for a second here because that's something I think as uh, I think I think men are actually this generation of men are doing a better job at it I'm trying to do a better job at it mm-hmm. there was a time this conversation is not meant to be politically incorrect but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say what needs to be said so you understand there was a time where when men a man would compliment another man hey man that's a good looking shirt you got on that's a great looking shirt gay like you know that and that was an insult and so men right. wouldn't compliment each other like that's not the case anymore i want to encourage uh because I've, I've been trying to do this more but like if, if you you see your boys out or whatever and and and, and you, you tell your boy put a little work in and, and, he, and he's looking good he's you hoping he brings home a girl or a guy or whoever tonight compliment each other you tell him i, What's I think wrong it's with time that? i think it's time for men to step up and like it's it's okay to compliment another guy today if they're if they're looking good or or if they if they accomplish something hey man 
Hey, you did a great job on that presentation yes. today. Hey, dude, that presentation was awesome, man. I gotta be honest with you. I think this goes both ways. For you know, women compliment women. Ever just compliment when you can. If it, I always say like if it, if it just hits you in the heart, if you're feeling it, just mm-hmm. say it. You know, because think about. You never know what somebody's going through in a day. And think about maybe what you said to them in a positive way, a simple compliment like, hey, I love your hair. Or, mm-hmm. You know, those are cute shoes. Just could boost somebody's day. I mean, it feels good when people say nice things to you. Yeah. I, I love our, uh, and especially when it's somebody who maybe, maybe you don't talk to. I, I'm, I just, in my head right now, I'm thinking the office. I'm thinking our workspace. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a guy in our promotions department. His name is Derek, and he's mm-hmm. got an office not too far from our studio. And I, I, I walked out, I'd asked him a question about a concert announcement or something, and I was just like, dude, you get the best smelling office in this building. I know it does and I'm smell like, good. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm not, this is, I'm not going to like follow it up with some rip or anything. I'm like, I'm like, you have a very nice, you, you keep your office very clean. It's very organized. It smells good. And I, I appreciate that, man. Right. This is, you got an awesome workspace. Just because I feel like that's probably something that he probably does work on a little more, maybe more for himself than anybody else. But I feel like if, hey, maybe I say something he appreciates that I noticed that maybe his day gets a little better. No. Shout I, out Derek Smell Good Shout office. out to Derek. You know, it's funny you bring up smelling good because see, that's where like, and I really don't have a filter and I've gotten just, that's just who I am is I just say, if I think it, I say it. And so when we met uh, Nate Barnes, uh, up and coming country mm-hmm. artist, so we were in Nashville a few months ago and he walked in and am I right? He smelled gosh darn delightful. And it, and it was more than just the scent itself. It was how much of the scent. It wasn't just, overpowering. Mm-mm. You just caught a whiff as he walked by, but then when he sat at the other side of the table you didn't smell it anymore no but you know when someone sits down and then like that little puff of air comes out and it was like this puff of like cologne but it wasn't again overpowering it was just right yeah and i told him i mean he sat down i think we both did i think we were like you smell great you smell you're the best smelling person we've had in this room so far and i want you to know that we sincerely appreciate that i listen i'm all about give a random compliment or, or a random act of kindness anytime you can because I get such a good feeling in my heart. I always say things, people who are cranky, walking around cranky and angry all the time. Yeah. I don't think they realize the power in doing something for somebody else or complimenting somebody else and just how good that makes you feel inside, knowing that you probably perked up somebody's day. Yeah. And a random act of kindness can be a small thing or a random act of kindness can honestly be something that is uh, not life-changing, but I'm going to say a, a huge act of kindness. Jenny Matthews is too humble to admit she doesn't realize just how freaking awesome she is. I had an issue with the car actually right now. Like, my car's in the shop right now. And, Jenny, since your husband works from home right now, you have a car that's really not being used a whole lot. And you just, like, without even me asking anything, you're just like, hey, why don't you borrow my car for a couple days? Who does that? Well, that is an insanely nice thing to do. You're very sweet, but it, that's just what friends do no, for each other. No, you're very sweet. Oh, I feel like you would, if you could help me with something, that you absolutely would. I mean, that's the kind of friendship we have. So I was talking to Katie about that. She's like, it is a little weird borrowing one of the Matthews' cars. No, isn't it's it? not. And I'm, well, here's the deal. It, it's not weird, but it's, it's, it's. I'm very grateful, and it's, and it's a very. I don't know, like. I just, I'm like, I'm very humbled, and I'm very grateful, and I don't know how mm-hmm. to describe it, but I'm saying, but it is. It is a little weird, but that's what I actually told Katie. That I said, I said, let me ask you this. If we were in a, if the situation was flipped, if you were still working from home and Jenny needed to borrow the Jeep for a like she just was out of options, didn't want to spend the money to rent a car or get an Uber every day, like we would give her a car you in a heartbeat, done that wouldn't we? Her, and I know and, that. And she immediately went, yeah, we would do that, no problem. And I'm like, so I think that's how that, like that's how I feel about it. And I know that that's how they feel about it, which actually made me feel a little less guilty. There's just a little 
little bit of guilt. And for I know what? I know. Okay, I know. First, I know no, it's stupid. Yes, and you need to stop with that because I've told you um I much prefer to do things for other people or give gifts to other people. I'm a much better doer than I am a receiver. This is sounding dirty all of a sudden <laughs> to me, but I but you know what Sex. I mean? I, <laughs> but I feel like um I, I know how you feel because right. that's how I would feel. Exactly. But I want you to know how yeah. I feel. Which because I'm that's how you I would feel. I, no, like I'm telling you, this is just a no big thing. It is not affecting our life in the least. This is we're happy to do it, and yeah. that's what friends are for. And, and and I want to give just kudos to you, kudos to your husband as well, because you know you wanted you you got to make sure with the spouse. Hey, would you mind? And he's like, I don't care. That's fine. Well, yeah, I did because like, no I offered it, and then I thought, well, I probably should ask him about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to run that by the spouse. Yeah, for sure. and, and I wouldn't have done it without without you running it by Matthew. He didn't. He, he was like, of course. Yeah, I mean, no it was just a, not Whatever. even a question. Yeah, I know. not even a thing. Um, yes. Um, more concerning to me though is the fact that your car is in the shop because rodents have. <laughs> infiltrated yeah. some portion of it. If, if you missed it on the air, um, it's been a big story the last couple of days because I went... And, and first of all, shout out to our people who like want to help us when we have problems. So right? I went on the air and I, I had said I, I got this warning in my car. It said low brake... You check your brake fluid level. Like stop your car and check your brake fluid. Mm. And so I went on the air with that and, and I wasn't really looking for advice or help or anything. I was just sharing the struggles of my day as we do. And I must have gotten between the text messages of the radio station, I had people reach out to me on my Instagram on my Facebook, and people were like, "Hey, I've been a mechanic for over thirty years, and this. I've been. I'm in. I'm a currently. I'm a mechanic, and this. And like everyone was offering their advice. It was honest. I'm going to be very honest with you. For a split second, it was a little overwhelming, and I was kind of like, "Oh my god, like stop, tell, like like stop. Like I, I don't need eight thousand pieces of advice." But then, I think there's just so many people offered advice at once. But then I, I was thinking about it later that night, and I was like, "That's actually very cool that so many people oh, yeah. wanted to re- like they wanted to help. They care about you. Yeah, yeah. and I, I was like, okay, that's actually very cool. So, and anyway, so I, I took it in the next day, and I was telling about all the bleeps because I mean it led to everything. Like uh, my my uh, brake fluid level was low, and like my car has a uh, it's got a like a turbo boost in it. Mm-hmm. Like if you punch it, it really goes. And uh, but like it wasn't going like it usually does it wasn't it was taking a lot longer to accelerate i'm like what is going on with my car so i take it in and then later that afternoon they call me you know i'm like hey what's the damages and they're like it was rodent damage i can't i hate everything about that (laughs) i know just the word is but apparently some little critter we're gonna we're gonna say it's a cat it was probably a rat or a squirrel it had to have been a rat it's probably a rat a rat got into my car, I, and, and I knew when it happened. I know when it happened. It happened right after the blizzard uh, last week when we got that eight inches of snow all over KC. And I bet my engine was warm. There was a rat scurrying around Westport, probably. Ugh. It got up into my hood where it was warm. It just chew, it chewed a bunch of wire. It chewed the wire, and it chewed sensors. It chewed that wiring that tells my car if the brake fluid is on, and it chewed the wire that tells it to give it the turbo boost when I accelerate too fast. And it chewed everything. Plus, also, my brake pads at the back of my car were actually not rodent-related, but they were completely worn out as well. It was time for me that. So, all that. Oh, my gosh, Jenny. It's a freaking $1,200 bill. Oh, God. Which, don't you hate bills like that? <laughs> when you think of what you could do for fun with 1200 bucks, and then you think, Ugh. Or just, to, you know, saving it for future events coming up, things like totally, that. Like, totally, totally. Like, hey, just, mate, put this towards a trip or something. Whatever. But nope, like t- I'm going to put it towards new brake pads and wires that I never see underneath my car because of a rat. I cannot. That, I can't. That's awful. I got to go get mouse traps today. But, mm. but there was just something 
awful about like, okay, I'm like, okay, what was it? And I thought maybe because I had to drive home that day and, the, and when it was still kind of snowing, it was bad out. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe, and that was that hard snow too. Like if you made a snowball out of it and, and threw it at somebody, like make their nose bleed. Mm. And I thought like maybe like a chunk of hard snow turned ice maybe came up and hit something underneath me on my drive home. Mm. That would have made it. No, it was a rat. Oh my God. A rat <laughs> chewed my car wires. <laughs> I can't even think about it. Disgusting. That is disgusting. I um every time you you talk about this story, I think of the dream that I can't get out of my head. Well, I have two two things to say. I'm gonna tie this all in together. So mm. I started taking Prozac. Of what four five months ago four months ago? It's, it's been a while now. You are, you are fully pro. I am fully pro. I am. You I'm are, not an amateur Zach. Yeah. I am a pro Zach. Anyway, it, one of the side effects is it makes you dream have really weird dreams. Not necessarily nightmares, but just really weird, vivid, very dramatic, long dreams. And so the other night, I had a dream that I was I was cleaning out my kids' playroom, and there was a bag of candy that I felt, which this of course could happen in my life. Um, bag of candy and I and I was like oh look a bag of candy and I sat on the ground to look through the bag but the bag started to move and with that a rat jumped out of the bag and jumped onto my body and I I've never done this in my life where I sat straight up in bed and I was dreaming of course so I screamed but it came out like <laughs> you sounded like an idiot like <laughs> that's how I sounded but here's what's hilarious like I'm like early in our relationship my husband would have been like oh my gosh are you okay do you need anything right. he was like what is going on? What's wrong? He goes, what's wrong with you? Shut up. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. It was crazy. But back to the um, to the Prozac and kind of back to what you were talking about, about how grateful you are for all of the people that chimed in and were trying to help you, genuinely help you with your break yeah, situation. Yeah, they giving me advice. Sometimes you get overwhelmed by when like too much advice totally. hits you. And I had that moment where I was ungrateful at first, and then I calmed down and... Well, you put it in perspective and realize, like, like these people just care. And it's very nice. Be Thank you if you're listening to this and you did reach out. It's very kind of you. But I have shared now about the my whole mental health experience. I've shared about it on the air. I've shared about it um, on the podcast, on right. social media. I, lots. I've put it out there because I do feel like it's a conversation that needs to happen. I cannot tell you all of the messages I've received. I didn't tell you this yet. So the, Eric Church was last Friday night at T-Mobile mm-hmm. Center. My husband and I had our first date night, and I can't even tell you how long. We went to dinner, just the two of us. I know. You almost looked as good as Matthew. Thank you. Right. Oh, my, almost. I'll get there. Well, I mean, his, you know, he had the extra tight shirt on. The arms were glistening. He looked fantastic. I mean, it's it's very hard to compete. It's a lot of work. I can't believe you stand next to him in pictures. I know. I, I don't. I I'll tell you to. that. I try not to. <laughs> no, but um, we're at dinner. We're, we're having our dinner. And this woman walks walks by to our table and she says, she's like, hey, she's like, I just want to tell you, I know who you are. And she said, I just want to thank you so much for everything that you've posted about what? mental health. Yes. She said it has. She gave me a personal story. I won't share her details, but she gave right. me a, a story about how it personally affected her and helped her make a decision in her life and blah, blah, blah. And. I got tears in my eyes because I thought that's why I share about it because mm-hmm. I want people to know that they're just not alone. Well, that wasn't the end of the spectacular, wonderful thing that happened at dinner that night. Okay. Somebody in that restaurant bought us our appetizer. Oh, right. But it wasn't that woman. It wasn't. You know what? It could have been. I don't know. Somebody that, bought that it. Seems it seems like been. it makes the most sense. It does. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody bought our appetizer, and I th- and that there again with just a random act of kindness. So mm-hmm. we kind of tied it all together there with that story. But hey, I tried. Speaking of dinner and concerts, I I tried to perform a random act of kindness for your husband because I sent you a video. We were at uh, Lydia's, not Lydia, our afternoon host. 
but Lydia's, <laughs> the restaurant over there by Jackstack downtown. Italian restaurant. Italian restaurant. And uh, I, I order my uh, food, and it gets there, and on the side is broccoli. And I loathe <laughs> broccoli, but it's your very perfect husband's favorite food, which makes he looks like a guy who only eats broccoli. Right. And anyway, he, <laughs> so I took video. <laughs> I was like, hey, and I sent it to you guys. And the video was me like aiming my phone at my food. And I was like, hey, <laughs> do I need to sneak this into Matthew tonight? And I showed you the broccoli on my plate. And then Katie, we had this very, this woman told us it was like the Cadillac of cheeses that she brought over. And Katie's like, oh, it's Friday night. And she starts sprinkling cheese on it. And then I write, and I say, I was like, ooh, cheese on the broccoli. Matthew, you freak. <laughs> you freak living your best life. Oh my God, that was so funny. I laughed. I laughed out loud when we saw that. That was so funny. Did he laugh out loud? Oh yeah, he does. That's the thing with Matthew. Like he's serious dude, whatever, but he's totally silly. I heart. never hear him laugh out loud and I would like to hear him laugh mm, out loud at some point. Yeah, and you you will. It just he's uh Here's what bums me out the most about Matthew. Subdued. You you said that like, I I feel like I've never really seen him drunk. You know how drunk. You get real close to people and then you want to like I wonder what you're like when you're drunk. Right. Like it's a natural thing to wonder. You say that even when he, if he is three sheets to the wind, no one can tell. I can't even tell. And then what happens is we go home, and it doesn't happen that often. We just right. really aren't big drinkers. No, but you're not. I know. We'll go home, and and he'll lay down and and just go and just start laughing wildly to himself, and he's like, "I am drunk." <laughs> 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 and it, it, like I said, it doesn't happen that often, but it's ah, always very amusing when it does. I know. Yeah, he's just, I don't know. He's one of those people. He just always has it to, together, even if he's not, even if there's chaos. He's honestly a great person to be with in, mm -hmm. in crisis or chaos because he's just very, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, just uh, steadfast. Is that yeah. the right word? I don't know. Just, yeah. just focused and, and, and isn't. And you know what's crazy? When little things go wrong. I'm a mess. If I stub my toe, for, I'm freaking out. I've I want to throw. It. Yeah. Yep. If something major were to happen, I get that way too. I'm just. It, I immediately calm down and go. All right. Like like this major thing happened. I've and seen I just, it with you. I roll my eyes and I go. Okay. Think. 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 All right. We're gonna do this. This and this. We're gonna fix it. Oh my God! It's free. I know, but don't freak out. Freak out. Not helping anything. Let's just yeah. get it fixed. Yeah. I do. I get mad. I get mad at crises. No, <laughs> but think about, I even think about the balance of you and I being a team is I think we balance each other out in that way. Oh, you have to calm me down when little things go wrong in this yeah, building. But I do, I feel like, and it works out. And then you're like, you kind of put it in perspective and take a minute. Well, you know, what's crazy. I'm going to tell you this. I get embarrassed when I get my temper tantrums in front of you. Oh, that's what it is. They're growing up temper tantrums. But I like if little, something little goes wrong, I just go... Look, Son of a! And I yell all the words, and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, here I'm comes. I'm a mom. I've raised child, two children. No, no, no. I trust me. I no, there's nothing no, that you could tantrum no. in front of me that I haven't seen before. That doesn't matter. That's not the <laughs> point. I don't want you to see my tantrum. You are not. You are not my wife or my mother. Like you. You are not. You shouldn't see the tantrum side of me. Only oh the God. family should see that. I don't think anything of it. But um, you know what? I we we've, we've talked about this. When you do a show with somebody, when you do a morning show with somebody, hey, they become extended family. A hundred percent. Like, I want to know, like, when your children's birthdays are and things like that. Like, Honestly, I can't imagine doing a show any other way. And like mm -mm. I said, I did a show with a guy in, in Florida. I was on a couple different morning shows down there. And it was fine. Like, I don't want to discount anything. It was fine. It was fun. But I did not have the, I didn't have this. Like, mm -hmm. we, we are, like really two peas in a pod. And I think where you balance me out too, you know, I get a little flustered. I get travel stresses me out. We go on these trips with the station and stuff. And I know like, this is terrible, but I just rely. I know that you've got it. You book the ticket. You literally book the tickets for us. You, you get the Uber, yep. you know exactly where we're going. And I just follow along. All I have to do is think, all I have to do is think about what cute clothes I'm going to take. <laughs> 
Hey, next Friday, we're literally leaving the radio station, yeah. going straight to the airport. Yep. I feel like that's an easy one for you, though. Even you would get that. Like, hey, Jenny, we do the radio show, and then we're going to the airport. But that's easy. I'm with you, and we get to go together. And it, right. I'm so not stressed about that because hey, I know I'll just follow you. We gotta feel. We gotta <laughs> figure out if, if we're gonna take one car or two up there. Yeah, we need to figure that out. Some parking. You're you're up in the north, and so you're closer to the airport. I'm trying. I'm gonna have to map it out to see if we have time to maybe even drop you off at your house. Like maybe we just would drop a car off at your house and just go to the airport from there. Why are we planning this during the middle of the podcast? This is I dumb. I, we could probably get the logistics worked out after. I genuinely <laughs> forgot we were podcasting just now and I thought we were just having, a, which is what a podcast is, just having a conversation. But I was literally, I completely stopped and forgot we were having a podcast. I was like, hey, let's plan this Vegas trip next Friday. Well, I do have to pee. So maybe if we could just, you know, put all of our information out here on the podcast, there it is. Oh, you're, so you're saying it's time to go. It's because- time to wrap it up. I got to go pee. I really do. Yeah. Okay, wash your hands. Okay.